Easter's coming early on this week's episode of the Shadowbinders podcast. We're going to talk about Easter eggs and all the hidden goodies that we've put in the comic. So grab your books or pull up the website and follow along. Welcome back to the Shadowbinders podcast. As always, I'm Tom Pratt, also known as Neon, and with me is my lovely wife, Cambria Pratt. Hello. And we're going to be your guide through the strange world of hidden goodies in Shadowbinders. Yeah, Tom likes to put things in there. In the comic. In the comic, the yes. The look you gave me. I like to put things in the comic. Uh, you know, you spend hours looking at a page. Sometimes you get a little bored. And you start to draw little fun, fun things in there to. We'll find we'll, we'll find stuff to mention, or I'll ask you about it, so you can explain a little more why you did the things you did. Okay. All right. So if you have the book, you can open the book and go along that way, or you can pull up the archives on the comic online at www.shadowbinders.com. In case you didn't know, because you're already on our site, um, probably to get the podcast. Hopefully. So anyway, so if you go to the beginning of the book and you open to, or the archive, to chapter one, page one. So it's after the original screen title. We have the very first page where you see the true north and it's up against some elephant looking weirdness. We will call them fants. Oh, that's right. We decided that a while ago. We did. They're fants. There we go for the wiki. I forgot about that. Yeah. So anybody wants to put that in the wiki, please do. How do you spell that? P-H-A-N-T-S. Okay, like fans. elephants or phantom or whatever. All right, so why did you decide to make those? Um, I honestly don't remember. I think I, I saw some of like the Salvador Dali art with the long-legged elephants, and I thought they were really creepy, and I wanted to do something different because I'm like, well, I don't know. Robot elephants are kind of cool. Yeah, you're known for doing weird things. Yeah, so like flying whales and flying such. whales and robot elephants. So there we go. That's that's how. Yeah, I remember. I remember it was a Salvador Dali elephants because Salvador Dali stuff is really trippy. Trippy. Yeah. I mean, as far as he's a surrealist, for those who don't know, you can look him up online. He did a lot of unusual things, and he did some movies that were very strange. He had a great mustache. He did. He loved his mustache. You he could did. Tell. He did. He was rather impressed with that. But uh, uh, surrealism, I, I prefer Rene Magritte to Salvador Dali, but Salvador Dali, I think, is more well-known. But anyway, so we based that off the elephants from Salvador Dali, because people have asked before why they look like they do. So then if you turn to the next page, and you're looking at page three, and I said, yeah, because I mean, yeah, they're half pages. Page three on the archives or the top of the page two. All right, I have noticed that the red and gold ships appear to be very phallic in nature. They weren't supposed to be. Look, okay, look at that. Well, it looks like it's because your mind's in the gutter. They're not supposed to be. They were. They look like that. They were based on some kind of a weird fish I saw, and I don't remember. I mean, look right there. Well, uh, yeah. So. They weren't supposed to be. They were based on a, a, it was like a cross between a cuttlefish and a sunfish. 
Because then if you go to the next page, and which the is the bottom. And X-Wing Fighter. It was a cuttlefish, a sun, sunfish, and X-Wing Fighter. And that's my story, and I'm sticking to so it. So if you go to the bottom half of that page, or page four in the archives if you're online, then you have the purple ships, and they look like dragons. Yes. So that was on purpose? That was on purpose, yeah. And, but that was kind of aquatic, too, because you can see it's got like a tail fin on it. And the north is, looks like a flying whale of some mm-hmm. kind. The north was, yeah, it was supposed to be like a whale or a, a dolphin. So actually, if you look underneath it, you can kind of see the ridges on the... Um, we have a couple shots of it in the newer pages where you see underneath the, the north and the way the wood looks, it almost looks like the, the ridges on like a, a blue whale or something. Now, I'm trying to go to the next thing, which is page 15. Or in the book, it'll be one of the half pages. They're not numbered. But it's a page with a giant mechanical foot. Now, I know it doesn't fit and it doesn't make <laughs> sense. Please explain to everyone why it doesn't fit and, and it's really random. Uh, well... Okay, uh, <laughs> it wasn't in the script. The reason the reason I, I did that and the thought process back then was uh, we start the comic with, and you got to realize we we're only like you know ten or fifteen pages into the comic at this point. So people were starting to read the comic. They're like, "Oh, cool, giant robots, explosions, yada yada, uh, teenage drama." It's like, what the heck happened to my comic? And so the thought process was, and it's, I don't think it's a correct thought process now, but at the time I thought, well, let's remind people that there are robots coming eventually. But not for a long time. Like three years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we had the little thing with the robot. So people knew they were reading the same comic. And, you know, if we had that to do over again, and that may happen some year, that part will not be <laughs> in the comic. So then if you go to page 18 online, which is the next page in the comic at the bottom, you see the journal and the uh, puzzle box for the first time. Mm-hmm. Okay, so explain the symbol. Uh, well, it's actually a, 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 a eclipse, a moon. Um, we just don't know whose it is. Right, but the, you pick the moon. You, you pick it, is it, there was a reason you picked the moon for the symbol? No, I just thought it looked cool. I thought maybe it had something to do with Earth. No. Okay. Well. <laughs> I will give, won't give you credit, but there's no credit. Dude. There's no credit. We'll just make it. If somebody <laughs> mm-hmm. can think of a smarter reason for me to put that there, and that's awesome. It's from a mage family. We just haven't determined whose it is yet. Now I'm looking at the ring, which is on, let me see, that's page 18. This would be 1921 20, on the uh, online comic or the next group pages in the book. And the ring design, I remember I designed the ring. Yeah. Yep. Because I liked it. So, eh, I designed something. No, I like I like vintage antique looking stuff. So I designed the ring. Yeah, so I did that. And then um when you go to page twenty three in the comic, which is the next page in the book, why is she falling like she's falling? Alice in Wonderland. And the bunny slippers, the white bunny slippers. Like you were, did the white bunny slippers yeah, too. Yeah. So you did that as a, as an Alice in Wonderland thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, then, then continue with the Alice in Wonderland, on the beginning of chapter two, one of the first things she sees is Winston, who also looks like the White Rabbit. Well, mm-hmm. like a deranged, demented version of the White Rabbit. Like a very deranged, yeah. Yeah, no, that was that was intentional. That was all intentional, so. And also, the, the with Winston, we didn't know what to have her say when we did it, we're like, and I said about the Donnie Darko moment. Oh, man, yeah. Yeah, it's that's been, what it's happened. Been, I mean, it's been like three I remember. years. Except, well, we were trying to be nice and not swear, so that's why you use the symbols. Yeah. But the Donnie Darko moment, we're like, she'd be flipping out, and she'd say something like that. Yeah, 
So that's why she thinks she's dreaming. So she's kind of like, you know, go away, go away. And she's like, ah. It's it's weird to remember to try to go back and think like what was I thinking at this point in time three years I don't remember you don't remember what you're thinking yesterday I don't remember I was thinking yesterday trying to go back three years it's it's weird so then we go to page five in chapter two which is not the next page in the book but the page after and you see Ren and Ren's symbol is similar to the book and the but it's not the same no what's Ren's symbol Omega why'd you pick Omega well Omega is the last thing the omega so there's a reason for that and we'll get to it eventually <laughs> yeah well he's the last of his family he's the last of his family so yep. yeah we can say that because we already said that before okay so i'm trying to get anything else hidden i don't remember anything else you didn't do anything did you base the zealous on anything particular uh, no i just wanted a dragon creature but i wanted it to look different i want something colorful so i just sort of Spliced a parrot and a dragon and a snake together. <laughs> That's what we got. Well, actually, no. I think I think I was thinking Quetzalcoatl, which is a Mayan snake serpent god thing. I, I think I, again, like I said, it's been like three years, and I don't really remember what I was thinking. I just want something colorful. Well, we skip ahead to chapter three um, on the second page, which is the same as the first page in the book, just the bottom half. You have something hidden on there. Yeah, nobody got that. I actually had to explain that. It's a Greystone brand toaster. Now, if anyone's ever seen the new Battlestar Galactica series, uh, they refer to the Cylons as uh, toasters, and they were actually manufactured by a company called Greystone. So, and that was from Caprica. The Greystones invented the Cylons. Nobody got it. So, apparently, <laughs> we don't have too many people that watched Battlestar Galactica. I didn't watch it. You did. All right, so we go to the next page in the book, or page four online. And if you go to that bottom of the page in the book, you see a little old lady crossing the street in the last panel. And there's a reason why you put her there. That's cart granny. That's shopping, yeah, shopping cart granny. Explain shopping cart granny, because uh, like, what the heck's that mean? Yeah, it was, gosh, probably 10, 12 years ago, I did a freelance project. And uh, it was for a trade show, and we had this this cart granny, and she was like an obstacle that you had to miss. You drove a, a tank, a remote-controlled mm-hmm. tank, and you had to avoid these obstacles, and one of the obstacles was a shopping cart granny. So which you made her look much more crazy in the original. Yeah, one. which was really bizarre. So we put shopping cart granny in there because, you know, she's sort of on, on uh, Molly's totally... obstacle course. Yeah, so we made her own <laughs> obstacle course for Molly because she's not the uh, the best driver ever. Um... Let me look here. Okay. And on page five, which is the next page online, the movie theater. Um, Didn't you base it on the one in? Yeah, it was actually kind of, yeah, based on the one in, in Williamsport. Uh, he bases a lot of things on things in Williamsport. Yeah. And I don't live there anymore, which is weird. Williamsport, PA. Um, yeah, so it was kind of based on, on that, the one down at the mall. Um, you can tell by that. If you, if you look up online, you can see that the oh, it's yeah. very similar. Yeah, it's very similar to and it. And you have, instead of Best Buy, you have Goodbye on one of the stores. Oh, I didn't remember that. Yeah, you did. You have a Goodbye listed, and it has a tag like a Best Buy logo, but it, and the colors are similar, but it's Goodbye. What's with the barn? You have Burger Barn. Oh, Burger Barn. Okay, I think I was thinking originally I was going to put the Toy Barn there, like Al's Toy Barn from No, you just mixed it with that and Burger King. So it was Burger Barn. Burger Barn. Burger Barn. So then you go, uh, let's see. To oh I didn't even catch that. To go on to the next page, which is page six, um, or not page five, whatever. Page six online. Page he's bottom of the page. The page with the movie theater in the book. 
We have movie posters on here, and you, you can start to see the movie posters. And I see the one here. Is that Corpso? That's Corpso the Clown, yep. Corpso the Clown was a comic that Tom, a one-shot you did once as a joke, which we might eventually go and do more with Corpso. He's an evil clown. He's Not fun. that they've been done before, but... Yeah, it's really on DeviantArt you have Corpso on your DeviantArt. Somewhere, yeah. If you look at his DeviantArt page, you can find Corpso. What's your DeviantArt? Uh, Neont.DeviantArt.com But he, he, he... He's creepy and bad. But anyway, you put him there, I see. And then you base the interior on the same movie theater. Yeah, because they've similar. got this weird, like, 90s purple thing going on there. The carpet's, like, all, like, like day-glow purple. It's it's bizarre. Plus, you can see, like, it looks like a Batman wing on the one poster. Yeah, that was her. supposed to be Batman. I think it was supposed to be Batman Beyond. I, I don't think. know, but you had it kind of behind her. Yeah. See, and I don't remember a lot of stuff. If you go to the next page... We have, on the movie posters on there, you have Smelly Cat. Smelly Cat, yeah, Smelly Cat the movie, because, you know, I'd pay to go see Smelly Cat the movie. <laughs> now, the Smelly Cat is actually our cat, Rini, and she's old, and she's kind of smelly. She does smell. She and is old. she's got this weird thing on her ear, which I think I drew in the... You did. But she's My just, family thought that was hilarious. Yeah, she's a nice cat, but she's just old and smelly. And then right It's not her to, fault, Smelly and, Cat. And my, my smelly person, Cat, it's not your fault. It's not her fault. And then the next poster I absolutely love is the alien scratching his chin and it's called Probed 3D. Oh, yeah. No, I think he was supposed to be snapping on a rubber glove. Oh, is that what it is? I think. But it looks like he's... <laughs> Sorry. I, I well, kind of missed the mark I was going to say, because you're doing aliens, I remember because Tristan was all into the alien shows. Yeah. But a little disturbed that you did it because our son was based on alien, like, like the alien shows, but then you made it slapping on a rubber glove like he was going to... And calling it Probed. Yeah, well... I mean, but you did it because you put the aliens in because we were watching those alien shows Yeah, Tristan. And then you got a little freaked out and you'd sleep with the lights on for years afterwards. You have the glove on. You have to snap in the glove. And then we see what else is on here. Um, Then is there also on here... Is it this one? Yeah, there's... I can't see. Harold... Oh, yeah. Okay, so we have on here, too, is is the uh, Crap Boom. Crap Boom, yeah. What was that? I know what that was about. Yeah, I'm not going to utter that, though. Tom has a reputation for getting into a fight with people over a certain movie, and uh, that was in relation. That was in relation to that. Yeah. Um. He has Harold Potter. Hey, no, it was Harold. I think it was Harold or, Potter because he grew up. Her pa- I thought it was Potter, not Potter. Oh, maybe it was. It's Potter. so tiny, I can't read it. I know. I think I zoomed in on the on the iPad, and then Mouse House. Yeah, well, that's the latest offering from Disney. <laughs> All right. Let's call it what it is. So then again, here's another thing I would do differently. I wouldn't do. Ren's Magic Tunnel? Yeah. <laughs> the next page. Um, she goes to go see Ren and Tom. was done determined he was drawing a tunnel. Because I thought it would be more magical. See, you, every time you click something in it because you think it's going to be cool, it, it, it totally ruins the flow. Thanks. And, Thanks. No, I'm serious. Because it's like, no, she, no, she always falls on it. should be another time. Except this time she walks through his magic tunnel into his bathroom. <laughs> which sounds really wrong. I'm thinking, I'm thinking there's like some sort of reason that he has a magic tunnel that might be the back wait never mind i was gonna say the back door but that's not good that's even worse that's even worse and i do know that his mirror i remember we put owls on it because the labyrinth yeah we were we did a lot of owls in there because and, and stuff because we were trying to is a throwback to labyrinth well i figured wren's wren's rooms are subject to change with the magic at any moment but we probably if we if we had a chance to go back and redo it we probably would change that yeah, because that just doesn't work the flow. But someday we'll change. You know, hindsight's twenty twenty. 
All right. So then I have a skipping ahead to when you show up at the Gearworks. Which I'm not really. What, I don't know what page that was on. Page. Um, I don't know what page it was, but the Gearworks show up in chapter chapter three later. It's like after she gets off the ship and she runs in. They run into Sid. And they come up. They come up to the Gearworks. So why'd you pick the name the Gearworks? It wasn't any Disney related. Was no. It? No. Actually, they don't they have a, a Mouse Works or something. Yeah, something like that. Something with like the that. Gears and, no, I just thought it sounded steampunky. Well, I know why. Explain why you did the tables like you did, because I know you had a reason for that. Um, they were sort of, yeah, it was almost like a theme park ride. Mm-hmm. They were sort of almost like a teacup, and it comes out, and I figured the whole thing's kind of mechanical, and gosh, the old art was bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at Sorry. this. I'm like, it's very rushed and very, uh, eh. but uh, yeah, that was, that was the, the the thing there was I was thinking with the um with Veldrip with the whole city of being, you know, basically one big clockwork machine. Which there is a reason for this. And there is a reason for this, but but everything in it, you know, is sort of automated and clockworked and it all fits together somehow. And um you know, it just seemed like it would be like, well, you know, if you're gonna make room for extra patrons, you just crank a lever and here comes on a little track, you know, here comes some more booths and now, you know what would be more fun is that the booths actually were a ride. So while you're trying to drink your, your, your lots and stuff, you're riding through a dark ride. Yeah. <laughs> and it kept moving. It doesn't just stop. And you get to keep going through a ride. Now, see, I would go to a restaurant like that. I mean, I wouldn't want to order food, but I would think it would be fun to ride through a restaurant. Yeah, it'd be kind of cool. Like driving. It's like um, a drive through with a ride. drive through roller coaster? No, not a roller coaster. <laughs> it's just a drive through with a ride. You might get somebody else's supper in your mouth. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. That's, that's okay. not good. So then if you go to page 31, it's when he they go to find Rita. And <laughs> you have the Rita sign. Looks like Rite Aid. Looks like Rite Aid. She's an apothecary, so she's selling the... See that on purpose, right? Yeah, that was, that was totally intentional. So then the next page in the book, or it would be page... What, that's 31. Let me see. That would be page 34. Mm-hmm. First of all... Sarah is not based on that game. Everybody thought she was oh, based on it. Oh, I can't remember. She does look just like it, but that was not intentional. Yeah, no, it wasn't intentional. I just wanted her to be scary and ugly. But whatever that game was, it was totally, she did look like it. But we'll that have to, wasn't the intention. We'll look it up and we'll put it in the comments. I can't remember. I've never played the game before, but some kind of a witch in some game. And I, I don't know which one it was off the top of my head. But, but also with poor Sarah. I'll have to tell you the story about this one. So originally when Tom drew the story... He had them coming into the room that was dark. And I was like, wait a minute. So you have this poor old, old woman who's, who has mental issues because, you know, whatever happened to her. And she's scared of shadows. And you stick her in a dark room. I'm like, how horribly mean would that be? You don't, you have to make sure the room has light in it. Yeah, but she's scarier in the dark. But she's scared of the dark. She's scared <laughs> of shadows. Could've... Let's put her in a dark room. We could have had, we could have had like a large Marge moment and she could have been like sitting in the chair and like, oh, Sarah, hey, how you doing? It's like, when, and she turned around and she looked just like this. <laughs> you know, with her face all fugly and yeah. Well, she's old. She's very, very old and they don't know why she's still alive. But my point is, you have a poor old lady who has mental issues and you stick her in a dark room. Happens in nursing homes all the time. Not in my story, thank okay. you. So I was like, no, you cannot stick the poor woman with issues in a dark room. All right, let me skip. Okay, so then when you go to page 42, which is skipping a couple pages in the book, we're back at the movie theater. 
And she runs into Chris and knocks him down, and he helps her up. And you look on the side, and you have a... Oh, uh, of course you have a Dalek. You have a Dalek movie poster. It's a wishful thinking. We're big fans of Doctor Who. The big budget Doctor Who movie that'll never happen. But we like Doctor Who. So yeah, we, we do put, like We Doctor put Doctor Who. Who in there, because we like Doctor Who. And then on page 44, which is the last panel, the last half page in the whole in the book for chapter 4... We have on the screen, yes, it is Pride and Prejudice. It was. People were trying to guess what the movie was. And... It was Pride and Prejudice, which, because, explain why you put Pride and Prejudice in. Because Cam likes it. I do, I love Pride and Prejudice. So he put Pride and Prejudice in. And it was the... like a chick flick, and they were going to go see a chick flick. It's good. I don't know, it's not a bad movie. Don't make fun of my chick flick. I'm not making fun of it, I'm just saying, if, if three girls are going to a movie, they're probably going to a chick flick. All right, was there anything in the first pages with American Chapter 4? No. Did? I didn't really see anything, so I just wanted to ask. But if you go to page 6 in Chapter 4, you have people on the, the bottom half of the one page after the last part with Merrick. You have these people sit, sitting at the table and then the waiter. So that was a contest. Explain the contest. Yeah, we had a... Uh... Uh, contest, I'm trying to remember. It was a cameo contest. It was a cameo contest early on, and we had some entries, and, and folks were able to get a uh, get their likeness in the comic. Um, and we had, yeah, we had a couple people. We had a whole table full of people, but one. Yes, there was four, and it was Crystal Pruitt, Justin, is it Habert? Hebert? I think. Cece Rogers, or Christina Rogers, and Michael Jensen. Yes, so they're the all... Sitting at the table uh, for Wren, so we wrote a little scene where they'd have these these folks reading the newspaper and mentioning Wren. A lot of thought of something that we forgot and clear back in chapter one that we did. I just remembered it um, on her mom's newspaper. Oh. <laughs> when she goes to school in the morning, um, not to backtrack, but I just forgot all about it. When she's running to school and she runs past her mom's paper, they have the wheel crash on the... Uh, yeah, I tried... Oh gosh, this was several years ago. Tried to do a, a, a web comic using Twitter, and basically I had it set up that we had a picture of a whale burning, like the uh, Hindenburg, and you could tweet directly into the comic art itself. It was actually kind of kind of cool, but it was a lot of maintenance, and we just kind of eighty sixed it. But that was Will Crash. That was Will Crash. Yep. All right. Uh, so we go on to page twenty five. Um, you didn't have anything hidden that I know of, no. of and these other things. Okay, so we go to page 25, and we start to see the sea creature. And the sea creature, explain how we got the design for the sea creature. Oh, our son actually designed the sea creature. So people, people were making comments about the googly eyes, but he put the googly eyes in, and we kept the googly eyes, and googly eyes were awesome. Yeah, so our, that reason he looks the way he looks is because our son wanted to help, so we let him design mm-hmm. the sea creature. Actually, the sea creature, he said you guys should have a sea creature in it. Yeah. So, you know, then we kind of put that in there because, and it worked out, it actually worked to the story really well, so we just incorporated that and it worked out really well. So right below the sea creature, on page 26, is the parasol. And I remember how we got the parasol, because we were driving to, so we, I'm, uh, we're driving somewhere, and we're like talking about what would be funny Oh yeah. Like what if the about the we knew we knew where the Manali was, mm-hmm. and we knew that we had to get it out. But we're like, what would be funny if? And yeah, then he barfed up the Manali and redhead like a parasol or something. And yeah, yeah. 
usually a lot of the uh, the ideas come from you. Know, wouldn't it be funny if that's how we usually so that's start? That's why Brent has a parasol because we knew we'd have to make him throw up the Manali. <laughs> so we're like, yeah. oh, but Ren, you know, being Ren, was not going to have any on him. That's for sure. And then again, this everybody's like, why is Tristan put up with him? Which also goes back to the. That'll, that'll be the yeah. answer to Crimson Ren. Yeah, why yeah. does Ren and Tristan, why are they together? And then, so we go to page, the last page of the chapter, 32, last panel. And we have different characters. And Yeah, we even know the names of them or anything yet. We just put, like, let's put the Council of Evil. <laughs> no, we knew the names. We kind of knew what we Some wanted. of them. Some of them, well, yeah. Like, everybody was going about Lollipop Girl. Yeah. Was... In the last podcast, or that podcast, the case, we explain it more about mm-hmm. where we got her outfit from. But then you have... You know, Acacia, um, Ian, and Stu are there. And if you listen to the Acacia podcast, it explains a little more about who they are, why they were there. Mm. So there's a reason for that. Okay, well, it seems like a, a pretty good place to stop now. I think eventually we'll come back and, and uh, do some more. Well, yeah, because we have two more chapters in the book, and then there's bunches since the book. So mm-hmm. I can think of a whole bunch of things we hid and stuff. Because we're sneaky like that. Yeah, we're sneaky. We're sneaky. So we're going to sign off uh, for today. This is uh, Tom Pratt and Cambria Pratt for the Shadowbinders podcast. Check us out online if you haven't already, www.shadowbinders.com. It's Ren's Magic Tunnel. How does that work exactly? I don't know. You're the one that thought it was a good idea. It's like, it's like they have like, I know in Dungeons and Dragons, they had like a bag of holding. It was like a bag that could hold infinite stuff. But the thought of a guy having a tunnel that could hold infinite stuff is. Well, it wasn't to be like, it wasn't just like a tunnel. It's actually a tunnel. It's like you wanted to do something cool. Like from going to one world to another, you wanted to make like a stone with a door, but it was actually just this bathroom. He doesn't have a tunnel for real, does he? No, but I always wanted a magic tunnel. That'd be pretty awesome. And what would you do with a magic I don't know. It'd be like a little secret hatch. You could like go out into the yard, backyard with a little tunnel. You want a secret We want a secret tunnel with a hidden hatch? Sure. <laughs> That's what I want. We build a house. I'm going to get a secret tunnel with a hidden hatch. And I'll come up like under the garden gnome or something outside. Like Hogan's Heroes. You know how they had the secret tunnel? Yeah. It'd be pretty awesome. No, it wouldn't be awesome. I don't know. I, I like tunnels.